0: It's so interesting because, you know, when you really start to break it down and you think about ancestral living or just like how my grandmother was raised, you know, and it was outdoors and it was a lot of sunlight and it was farm to table food. There's so much ancestral wisdom that we've gotten so far away from. Welcome to the Wellness Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, and I'm excited to take you on a journey to reclaiming and reconnecting to your magic the magic of your health, your wealth, and your soul's purpose. As a woman's wellness coach and business mentor, I've been coaching women for over 15 years, helping them rediscover their innate abilities to heal, to transform, and to manifest their deepest desires. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of inspiration and information, diving into the multifaceted approach of what it means to live to our fullest potential. Let's do this this is a Soulfire production. Welcome back, everybody. I hope your day is off to an amazing start. I seriously cannot believe that we are nearing the end of August. It is so sad, like so sad to think that summer is coming to an end. And I have literally made it huge priority to take plenty of time off these last few months and just have fun and enjoy my summer as best as i possibly can and it has been epic it has literally been the most epic few months of just concerts and play and fun and dinners and friends and family and just exploring and lounging in my backyard sunshine nature hikes, just all of the things. I literally feel like I have fully filled up my cup and it feels so, so good. And actually in a few weeks, Gaytan and I are heading off to Europe, which I'm so stoked about. September is such an amazing time to go to Europe because most people are back to school, back to work. So it's not super touristy. So back in 2018, we went to Italy and it was like the greatest trip of my life. And I've basically been talking about Italy ever since. So we're going to go back to some parts of Italy, but we're also going to do Switzerland and do just some amazing hiking and explore nature. And I'm so excited for it. So countdown is on for Europe. I will be posting all kinds of videos and beautiful photos once we are there, because of course, how can I not like it is so insanely gorgeous. And so much I want to share and just the mountains and some gorgeous waterfalls we're going to go check out. So really excited for that. So I feel like my summer is still very much continuing well into like the end of September. And it's crazy to think that just even on the weekend, I was out running some errands and all these different stores had had like Halloween decor out and pumpkins. And I was like, what is going on? I'm not going to start thinking about that until like beginning of October. You guys know. I love Halloween. It's like the best day ever, but I'm not in a place right now to even be thinking about that. So, all right. Switching gears a little bit before we dive into our episode and I introduce our amazing guest of the day, I just want to let you know about my free mini stress detox course that I recorded and some great videos for you to dive into over the course of three days where I talk about stress and sleep and adrenal health and autoimmunity and share a little bit about my story and healing and what that all looked like and really give you some amazing tools and strategies that you can implement To really support your stress and heal your adrenals and what that really means and what that all looks like. I know some of us can get really confused about adrenal fatigue. Is that really a thing? And it sort of is. What's really happening is that your brain, your HPA access is there's a miscommunication that's really going on there. So that's the part that we really want to heal. And of course, supporting our adrenals means we're going to support our thyroid. So lots to dive into. And if you would like to get free access to the stress detox, head on over to holisticwellnessca forward slash stress detox and sign up and you'll get access right away. Okay. Our guest today is my friend Nadine, and she is just one of the best coaches that I know when it comes to hormones and minerals and really living like the ancestral diet. She is just so fantastic. And she has been a coach on our team here at Holistic Wellness for well over a year, working with all of our clients inside the Hormone solution program. So, if you've come our way and you filled out our application, then uh, you've been connected with Nadine, and she is just really fantastic and incredibly knowledgeable. She is also a trauma informed root cause expert that guides women to understand the stress connection. Of the mental and emotional to the physical disease within the body and with the use of functional testing and really getting to know her clients she helps them uncover all of the hidden stressors of metabolic chaos and realize their potential for self-healing nadine uses nourishment and radical self-love to restore metabolic function and empowers her clients to build a life of joy energy, and true health. So in our episode today, we are talking about minerals, of course. They are the spark plug to every enzymatic action in the body. We're going to talk about how those minerals impact our thyroid and also just hormones overall. We talk about iron dysregulation versus iron deficiency, which is a really important concept to understand in all of my years of being a a nutritionist, I have never actually had a client go on iron. And you're going to learn why that is. We're going to talk about the effect of stress on mineral status. We're going to talk about undereating and eating low carb or vegan and paleo and carnivore and all these different types of diets and how they can actually impact our mineral status. And then Nadine does dive into her personal story, really sharing how Doing the HTMA test, the hair mineral trace analysis test, how that really helped her to see, to to feel validated and really feel seen, and it really helped to connect the dots with her in her own journey. And it's also been something really supportive for myself as well. Really looking at mineral status and just understanding where my deficiencies are and how we can start to supplement more appropriately and eat in a more appropriate way to support mineral status and how, again, overall, this is going to support thyroid and hormones. We also talk about emotions and their impact on minerals. And that is just really interesting. And you're going to hopefully really come away with this episode with some great strategies and tips that you can implement right away. And I hope you have some aha moments listening to our episode today. So without further ado, let's dive in. Enjoy. Hi, Nadine. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here. It is about time we have you here. So really excited to dive in. And before we do so, I'd love for you to share with our audience a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Yes.
1: Okay. So I am a hormone nutritionist. Um, I have been in this space for a few years. Um, and I'm really passionate about empowering women with food and building a life that they really don't need an escape from.
0: I love it. That sounds really beautiful. And so let's dive into a little bit more of your story specifically. Like what really got you in this space? I know you love to nerd out on like minerals, which is what we're gonna dive into today. What, what was it that really was this catalyst for you to dive into this world?
1: I think that for a lot of us in this world, there's some sort of like healing that we're trying to um, go through, Mm -hmm. but if I'm really honest, it was probably to try to control my body to stay small, (laughs) Mm. to be totally transparent. um, Yeah, that's probably like... You know, there were so many avenues where, like, I kind of was interested in it um, as a mom, as a wife, helping a husband with a chronic illness. Um, But personally, for me, it was keeping myself
0: small, smaller body. Interesting. Okay, so you dove into the world of health and wellness to keep yourself small. And what happened?
1: Um, Well... It was a huge opportunity for a lot of nutrient deficiencies. Um, And so in my efforts to control my body, I started um, getting symptoms like hair loss and constipation and acne. And so then I started chasing the symptoms, right? Um, right. Removing gluten, removing dairy, removing sugar, removing cough, removing joy, basically. All of the things. Yeah. All of the things. Yeah. And yeah. just like coming up with more symptoms and more symptoms and more symptoms until um, I kind of threw up my hands and I was like, okay, I need to test. I need to figure out exactly what's going on. And when I did that, it was kind of like my slap in the face moment that, you know, what's going on is like the root of it is the fact that I'm just like undernourishing and my nervous system is in like in a constant state of like fight or flight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is a story that so many women go through and, you know, myself included. I even think back to like in my 20s. And thinking how how did I not love and appreciate my body? Yes. And thinking I needed to be smaller when yeah. I was small enough, you know, yeah. and I was good enough. But to think that that voice just—it's just deep. It runs deep, and it keeps going, and it keeps going, and takes you into your thirties and your forties. Oh yeah. Right. It's such a journey of like learning how to quiet that voice and truly step into what it means to nourish our body. Yeah. And there's so many learnings and unlearnings along the way. Big time. And I think
1: like Mm -hmm. the biggest like light bulb moment for me was that my thoughts are not actually fact. Um, Right. And that my thoughts are creating feelings that are creating actions, and it's just like this vicious cycle. And I have a choice to think different things. So yeah, major unlearning and major like mindset work. Um, but it's it's so it's so much nicer, mm-hmm. quieting that like mind fuck.
0: Totally, one hundred percent. Okay, so you kind of you got on the other side of it. Yeah, you went through it, went through the discomfort. Realized, you know, this kind of lifestyle, trying to stay small, and this is just not for me. And so, you've you found another route. You found another way. Yeah. What what did that look like? What was the flip side of really starting to recover from this sort of thinking and this this doing? Uh, there was a lot
1: of unlearning um, and coming to the realization that a lot of what is preached in the health and wellness space has really nothing to do with health and everything to do with keeping us small, um, keeping us chasing our tails in a loop. And, you know, I like to say, and I say this to like almost every client, but like diet culture has infiltrated the health and wellness space. And if we are not aware,
0: we just stay on this like loop. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So, what were some of the changes that you started to make?
1: I stepped away from all of the the bandwagons. So, yeah. um, I was intermittent fasting. I was like identifying as paleo. Um, yeah. I was doing hit workouts. I was doing all the things all the time, Mm -hmm. like I have a supplement graveyard. (laughs) We all do. (laughs) We all do, right? So it was just like, I think one of the biggest um, takeaways for me was in that session where she was kind of like showing me what was going on with my hormones. She was like, you know, the healing is in the being and not the doing. And that was Mm -hmm. kind of like my, okay, I need to like just be more and do less. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We can all benefit from that for sure. Yeah. yeah. So then you started to really dive deep into the world of minerals. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about that. How did that come into play?
1: So, um, I did uh, an HTMA on myself, a hair tissue mineral analysis test, and I felt so seen in that test. So, previously, Mm. I had all these symptoms of like hypothyroidism. Um, yeah. the constipation, the hair loss, the cold hands and feet, um, right. all of them, like so many of them. And I did a full thyroid panel, blood work and nothing showed up. I was like in the functional optimal ranges and I'm like, right. what is right. going on? Right? Like, okay, maybe yeah. this isn't it. But in that HTMA, um, it shows things at a cellular level before it kind of comes into the blood. Um, right. And so that thyroid ratio between calcium and potassium was crazy high. So basically Mm. calcium was coming out of the tissues, out of my bones and basically blocking the iodine receptors. And then potassium was so low um, that it wasn't allowing thyroid hormone to get into my cells. So even though like my body was making things, um, it just wasn't able to utilize it properly. Yeah. And then my liver, the metals that kind of regulate the liver were all over the place. So there was, I just felt so seen. It spoke to all my symptoms and I was able to like kind of create a game plan with food and just go from there. And I literally noticed
0: improvements within weeks. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. I can definitely relate. So we know that minerals are like the spark plug every enzymatic action in the body, and they have such a profound effect on our hormones as well as our thyroid. So let's talk about minerals in general, like what they really are. Like I just said, I mean, they're just, they're just, they're the spark plug, but what's really going on with them? Why should we even care about our mineral status?
1: Yeah. So they're like the underdog that are so important, but nobody really talks about or pays attention to because, right. and I've kind of been asking myself, like how come we haven't heard about minerals until very recently? And now there's like this huge like, everyone's talking about minerals surge. all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah it's a surge. Um, and I feel like people are starting to, I don't know, critically think for themselves and realize that like, hey, i'm I'm drinking these green smoothies and i'm I'm having a salad every meal, but like, I'm not feeling good. And so, right. Minerals tend to be in those foods that have higher calories, that are more nutrient-dense. And so you kind of have to, um, I guess, wake up to the fact that these superfoods are not as super as they're made out or marketed to be. Right, right. right. So, um, but essentially, you know, when your nervous system is on, like in fight or flight, or when you're stressed, you will burn through minerals at a higher rate. And maybe it's because of the last two years, everyone's kind of like stressed the F out, (laughs) right? And so we are burning out, burning through minerals. And like one of the first symptoms is fatigue, right? That's the first thing. Like it requires a lot of energy at a cellular level to grow hair, to have healthy skin, to ovulate, to digest your food. And so- with the stress and the undernourishment, we're we're feeling it much much more.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, so when we talk about minerals, what what are what minerals are you talking about? Okay, so, I mean, I know there's a lot. There's a lot. You <laughs> don't have to list them all, but like, no, no, no. You
1: know. I'll talk about you know when I like break down the hair tissue mineral analysis test. I usually talk about it in three sections. So. Um, the metabolic type, slow or fast, and then the number being one, two, three, or four. That's the first section that I usually break it down into. And then the second section is like the macro minerals being right. calcium, magnesium, sodium, potassium, and phosphorus. Those five macro minerals, if you're not, you know, addressing these ones, first, then nothing else kind of matters. Right. Like, right. um, so those are the the big guys that we kind of address first and foremost. And then I kind of look at the ratios that are based on those few minerals, but you know, calcium is supposed to be in your bones. Um, and so when it's really high on, uh, HTMA, it's showing like nervous system stress, like your body is stressed like that. It's pulling the mineral the calcium out of your bones. Right. Um, Magnesium, you know, it's supposed to be an intracellular mineral. So if it's really high, then it's like you're burning through a lot of magnesium because you're stressed or um, you're low in potassium and magnesium can't get into the cell. Um, And then sodium and potassium, they are regulating, you know, your adrenals, your, um, do you remember in like, biology class that sodium potassium pump
0: pump yeah (laughs) totally
1: and it's like (laughs) potassium is supposed to be on the inside and sodium is supposed to be on the outside and then like when there's too much they open up and shoot out and so oftentimes this is dysregulated for a lot of people and so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know we can get a lot of minerals from our food and then we have to address our lifestyle um But then there's the other aspect of it of like taking isolated supplements and how that will impact our minerals as well. So there's like that whole other aspect of it that people are like completely overlooking and wondering like, why am I so low in potassium or why am, why is like my body so stressed and leaching calcium out of my bone, right? And that can be because of taking isolated supplements or like following specific diets.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about isolated supplements and what you mean by that. Right. So in nature, everything,
1: or like in food, everything is together in a synergistic way so that the body can absorb and utilize it. Right. So it's like, for example, um, let's say milk, dairy, right? Um, Mm -hmm. It has retinol. It has Um, vitamin D, it has vitamin K, it has like all of these things for your body to absorb it and utilize it. And it's in that perfect ratio. And then we come and take vitamin D in an isolated supplement at crazy high ratios. And we are not taking into consideration what that might do to our retinol, what that might do to our iron, um, what that might do to our potassium, right? So There are studies that show that taking vitamin D in an isolated way um, causes renal kidney potassium wasting, right? So, very often I can tell what, like when someone has really, really low potassium, have you taken vitamin D? Usually, like 99% of the time, it's yes. And so, it takes time to like build that back up.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, everything is so synergistically connected, Mm -hmm. right? right? And so, This is why sometimes it's such a challenge when, you know, people, for example, and I'm sure you go through it too, will just like send me DMs on Instagram and it's like, I'm feeling like this, which supplement should I take? Yeah. It's like, it's so, it's so much more than just take this one thing, you know? And, you know, you and I are both very much like a food first approach and also lifestyle, right? So like the sun is going to provide us with our vitamin D and food is going to provide us with vitamin D. And if we're, you know, getting it all in, in the right ways through the right sources, we shouldn't necessarily need, need to supplement. And then on the flip side, don't get me wrong, there are still things that are necessary to supplement with to help kind of move that needle, right? Because yeah. when you're like over here on one side of the pendulum and you're trying to get to the other side, like, of right. course, supplements are really important, but- they're also supplementary. This is why we want to focus on. Yes. Food first and then fill in yeah. the gaps. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: And then, you know, food first and then secondly is like food-based supplements because they come in like that synergistic way. So if like totally. you're testing your vitamin D and it's actually really low and then there's like, you know, there's discussion of like have they increased the levels of vitamin D so that everyone is really low when we're not actually low. That's another discussion. But, you know, taking cod liver oil, for example, will have retinol and vitamin D vitamin D. D together in a perfect ratio. And then, you know, that's one supplement that it's probably best to work with a practitioner because, you know, your thyroid health matters in this picture as well, and... So you don't just want to as well take supplements just because you see some wellness practitioner or some influencer taking it and like having a discount code for it. Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you need it or will be able to absorb it or whatnot.
0: Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally get that. Okay. So let's talk about the thyroid. Let's dive a little bit deeper in there. You've mentioned some really important minerals that are necessary for the thyroid. Let's... Let's talk about it. What do we need for our thyroid? What's going on there in the dysregulation? So with the thyroid,
1: I feel, or I like to talk about stress a lot. So, you know, the same nutrients that are required for thyroid health are also used to make stress hormones. And when the body... Is under stress, it will prioritize those stress hormones prior to thyroid hormones. So the thyroid will take a hit. That's why you know um, supporting the adrenals can be so so helpful, and then addressing sure. lifestyle. Right. So you yes. can take like all of these supplements for the thyroid, but if you're not addressing stress, then you're Don't going be. nowhere. You're like a mm-hmm. hamster on the wheel. Yeah. So that's like a huge thing for. Um, the thyroid, the body, even to its detriment, will always deal with stress first because it thinks it's acute. I'll deal with everything else later. Right now I'm in survival mode. I need to get away from this bear or this lion or whatever the case may be. Um, And so our thyroid will take a hit. And then when the thyroid takes a hit, our hormones take a hit. Um, Because again, the sole purpose of menstruation is fertility. Whether you're in that stage of life or not, that's the goal of a period, right? It's like ovulate, have a period, or get pregnant or whatever. Um, And that's not a priority when you're in survival mode. So
0: yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yes. We always talk about Thyroid and adrenal connection because it is yeah. so important. Okay, so I'd love to go down the route of iron dysregulation versus iron deficiency. I feel like you have a really powerful story around this too with your pregnancies and whatnot. Yes, okay.
1: So a little bit about my story with iron. Um, in my first pregnancy, you know, I was do whatever the doctor says, I took those um, prescribed prenatals. The one that, um, it's called PregVit with extra iron, the pink pill and the blue pill. I feel like a lot of people have taken that one.
0: Yeah.
1: And even though I took that, in the third trimester, my hemoglobin went down and I was recommended to take extra iron, um, Mm. which I did. And then at the time, I didn't realize that these things were connected, but I hemorrhaged. um, And... I had extreme, excruciating joint pain, like to the point where I couldn't walk down the stairs, and it was hard uh, to get out of the rocking chair. Um, and my doctor was like, yeah, that's normal. Like, you're just getting old. I was 27. <laughs> I was oh not my old. God. Right? Um, and then with my second, you know, I took, I continued to take on those iron pills daily, religiously, um, and then it affected my milk supply. So there's like, and don't quote me on like the data or anything, but there's um, kind of a hypothesis that taking iron pills can affect your milk supply.
0: Interesting.
1: So I, again, like, and with my, with my first, I was able to pump literally four ounces from each side in 20 minutes. Like that's a lot. And then with my second, I was taking milk thistle and fenugreek nine pills a day smelling like maple syrup, like trying to bring in my breast milk. Um, yeah. And then with my third, I ended up getting varicose veins um, and hemorrhaging and, you know, the works. So, you know, I think it was four years or three years post my third, I was right. listening to a webinar um, and... She was talking about iron and all of these things that I had experienced are related to iron dysregulation. So first thing is iron in the blood does not reflect iron in the tissues, right? So the body, again, it's so beautifully made and it is always, always trying to be balanced and like protect us. And so if there's too much iron in the blood, it will store things away in the tissue, just like it stores heavy metals, right? Like if we can't deal with that right now because our minerals aren't balanced, it will just store it for a later time. And so um, my iron was always showing low in my blood. Even though you were
0: supplementing too. Even
1: though I was supplementing, like I was religiously taking iron supplements for like five years. Um, And so after listening to that Webinar, I, yeah, um, I decided to kind of dive into minerals and you know, this iron recycling system and how does it work and whatnot. So what does regulate iron are um, is retinol that activates copper, and these two minerals activate the iron recycling system. so, Retinol activates copper into a protein called ceruloplasmin, and this kind of activates your iron recycling system. The interesting thing is that these minerals also create energy at a cellular level. Mm. And so when you activate your iron recycling system, you also kind of increase energy. Um, and so one of like the most... I like to call it um, nature's multivitamin, has, you know, the copper, the retinol, and a little bit of iron so that your body can like utilize it. Beef liver, nature's multivitamin is beef liver. My favorite. Yeah, right?
0: A quick interruption to chat about the Align and Lead Business Mentorship Program. If you're feeling called to work with myself and my team, and you're ready for that high-level support we would love to coach and support you inside this nine-month business mentorship container. In nine months, we are going to teach you the tried, the trued, and the tested strategies that work when it comes to building and scaling your online business. So whether you are brand new and you're just starting out online, or maybe you're a couple of years in and you feel like you're spinning your wheels, throwing spaghetti at the wall, and you just don't really have a strategy and a plan in place or clarity, we are here to bring that to you. We're going to teach you how to do lead generation, content creation, copywriting, create your signature program, launch webinars, set up your funnels, and trust me, it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be overwhelming or scary. I know a lot of us get overwhelmed with the tech, but good news, my tech team is here to support you. They're going to help set up your funnels for you. They're going to look over your content creation and your copywriting, and you're going to get a ton of accountability, support, and feedback. We would love to chat with you and welcome you into our mentorship program. And if you're feeling called and ready to dive in, head on over to SamanthaGladdish.com forward slash mentorship. You can click the link on that page to book in a complimentary call with me, and we can chat in more detail to see if the program is the right fit for you. Again, that link is samanthagladish.com forward slash mentorship. One of the ways that I absolutely love to unwind at night is with a delicious hot chocolate, but not just any hot chocolate. I love the Organifi Harmony Blend. This is a decadent, yummy drink that you can have at any time of day, and it's loaded with some amazing herbs and adaptogens like maca, which is great to balance hormones and improve reproductive health, chaste tree berry which encourages hormone balance and supports healthy progesterone and estrogen levels. Shadavari, which is an amazing adaptogenic herb, and it's been known to improve libido and decrease PMS and menopausal symptoms. But you'll also find cacao, stinging nettle, turmeric, ginger, Ceylon cinnamon, coconut milk, and acacia fiber inside this delicious drink. It is really, really good. And like I said, you can drink it any time of day. Sometimes I like to put a little scoop in my coffee in the morning, or I just like to drink it before bed. And sometimes I might spruce it up a little bit and add in some warmed coconut milk or a little bit of collagen powder. Sometimes I've pulled in some of my favorite reishi in there, and it's just so delicious to have at nighttime, and it is made for healthy hormones. So if you'd like to save 20% off this delicious product and any of the Organifi products, head on over to Organifyshop.com and use the coupon code wellnesswitch at checkout, and that will save you 20% off. So I switched
1: out from iron pills to beef liver, and literally, The things that I noticed, I stopped getting cold hands and feet. My hair stopped falling out. My skin, I always used to joke about this, but I used to think that my skin was like yellow Simpson yellow. (laughs) Like I had to wear foundation. Otherwise, I was like dull and like the Simpsons. Wow. And now like I can walk out of the house without any makeup and feel like, okay, my skin is still glowing. Yeah. So um, that is like a beautiful thing to kind of, add in if you're struggling or if you've been told that you're anemic. The other thing to kind of make note with the iron dysregulation is that the only way for our body to get rid of excess iron is through blood loss, which is why our period is so protective, right? Totally, yeah. And which is why um, a lot of women, once they go through menopause, that's when their issues start to rise because that protective, like, characteristic kind of goes away um and then there's this like so they can donate blood that could be yeah right yeah Yeah. well you mean i mean if you're going to donate blood it's best to work with a practitioner because not everyone is ready to to donate right like it can be a stress to your body and you want to build up your minerals and like support your adrenals and all that stuff first it's don't everyone just go jumping to donating um but also it's like when we hemorrhage after childbirth is that our body's intelligent way of trying to get rid of get all this rid. excess iron? Oh, it's something to think about. Or if totally. you have like really heavy periods, is that also your body trying to, to get, get rid of it. that excess iron? But then your iron is low in the blood. And so you take iron pills and it's just this vicious cycle. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So there's like, um, there's a lot of people that have like, let's say endo- endometriosis or really really heavy periods and they you know support the minerals and start donating blood and everything starts to regulate and it's totally. so cool to witness so yep. cool
0: yeah absolutely oh i love it i'm sure so many women listening right now just have like a light bulb moment go off in their head yeah for sure so then the confusion around iron testing because people you know women go to the doctor and their ferritin and oh it's It's too low. So like there's so much confusion around it. So what do you suggest in terms of testing and like what to be looking at?
1: So just like with thyroid testing, when you go to your doctor and they just test like TSH and T4, it's not an accurate picture. Yeah. Same thing with iron. They test like, I feel like more in the States, they'll just test ferritin. Here, they will test like hemoglobin and ferritin and a couple of other markers. But in yep. order to kind of really understand what's going on with your iron recycling system um, and the level of dysregulation, we kind of need to look at our retinol, look at our potassium, zinc, magnesium in an HTMA, but also in a panel that, you know, Morley Robbins has uh, mm-hmm. called the, the full Monty. Um, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's like, I I think he's the one that created this panel, but it looks at also like, you know, your retinol and your vitamin D ratio, because it's supposed to be a three to one ratio. And when you supplement with vitamin D in excess, it can um, not allow your body to absorb or utilize retinol. And then retinol is important for that iron recycling system. So just by supplementing vitamin D, you can affect your iron um, regulation system kind of thing. Yep. So that's I kind of like look at their blood and an HTMA and the symptoms um, and, and work in that way.
0: For sure. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay. You've mentioned retinol a lot. Yeah. Let's talk about retinol and the importance and what it actually is.
1: Yes. So retinol, well, first of all, vitamin D is like kind of seen as the sunshine vitamin, right? right. But it's actually... Vitamin of like darkness. It's a hormone, but it's like if you notice yeah. all of the the marketing, the sunglasses. It always has sunglasses. Glasses. Retinol, it's true, right? <laughs> so true. Retinol is actually like the nutrient of light, right? So you need um, to, it needs to be activated through the sunshine, um, or through the sun rather, and it is so important at a cellular level. It's important for like the iron recycling system. Um, I feel like I'm missing a lot right now, but it's just like oh, a nutrient. Okay. It's a nutrient that we don't prioritize really anymore. You know, it's found in um, raw dairy, organ meats, um, what else? Uh, butter, ghee, Right. you know, animal those products. An, animal products. And there's a huge yeah. push to go plant-based right now or like not really... Prioritize those ancestral types of like organ meats. meats so yeah. you know, it is a nutrient that we're just not getting enough of it in our diet, and it's impacting so much, right? So um, in a baby's first two two years average, um, when they are breastfeeding, they're downloading retinol from mom through the breast milk. So, you know, if you're not, as a as a woman, if you're not getting enough retinol, then you're kind of not able to pass that to baby. And the retinol through the breast milk and then the copper that's downloaded in that last trimester, those two things are creating the baby's um, immune system in that first two years of life. So question, are mm-hmm. all of these kids getting sick and like all of these skin conditions and, you know, mm autoimmune, is it because we as women are not as nutrient or eating as nutrient dense? Yeah. yeah, Nutrient rich foods. And so we're just like not able to give them what they need to start off. Um, Yeah. So there's, there's so much. For sure.
0: It's so interesting because, you know, when you really start to break it down and you think about ancestral living or just like how my grandmother, was raised, you know, and it was outdoors and it was a lot of sunlight and it was farm to fresh, farm to table food. And also we think about fertility back then too. Like how many grandparents, great grandparents had like five, six plus children. Yeah. Right. And of course, just lifestyle was so different. It was so, so different. And um, I think obviously we have so many so many privileges now, of course, which I'm so grateful for. But at the same time, I think there's just so many ancest- – there's so much ancestral wisdom that we've gotten so far away from.
1: Yeah. Lost so much um, in that, like, rat race to just – have and consume all the things right it's like it's like we've lost our we've lost our way and like some people are still like completely lost and then other people are kind of starting to see the light and making the shift um
0: so yeah it's really interesting to kind of see yeah it totally is (laughs) absolutely so how about emotions do emotions impact our mineral status yes okay
1: this is, this is a good topic. I like this one. So <laughs> <laughs> the emotion of fear, fear itself kind of attracts iron. Interesting. And we've been in fear for like very what long, very long time, right? Like yeah. everything, if you think about just even the news, like it's all fear driven. And Don't so know. when you are in fear, um, The liver makes an enzyme called metallothionine that binds to copper a thousand times more than zinc, basically taking it out of circulation. So you can be eating like all these copper rich foods and retinol rich foods and like working to create energy. But if you are stuck in fight or flight or like in fear, um, even like the mind fuck of like being insecure with how you look or being judged by people, that is stressful. That is creating fear. Totally. That's like, all of that is is kind of related. So that's a huge one. And if you ever, like, if you pay attention after a crazy stressful time, what's like the first thing that kind of starts to show up is fatigue. Like you're tired. You feel brain fog. You feel like just... Totally. Just depleted. Right? Depleted. Yeah. So there's that. And then um, retinol is... Kind of really important for the mucosal membranes, um, and where are the mucosal membranes? So it's like the lungs, GI tract, um, and in Chinese medicine, the lungs are associated with grief. So there's this kind of theory that grief, the emotion of grief, will deplete you of retinol, mm. and so there's a lot of like times where I'll be, you know, talking about the stress connection and their mom's health in like a client intake and they'll talk about, you know, how their mom was expecting a boy and so there's a lot of grief around that or how, wow. you know, she got separated while she was pregnant and there's a lot of grief and it manifests as like asthma in a lot of kids. Like there's a lot of grief in the mother and then yeah. So there's like it's really really interesting
0: to kind of that's wild yeah really wild yeah I love it and why I love it is because it just takes us beyond just the like eat this thing and take this supplement yeah you know like we're more complex than that and there's this whole other quantum part yeah you know that makes up who we are and I've I've said this a million times on the podcast that it's like this one big puzzle and it's to make, you know, we need all these different pieces that makes that for health that makes up this big puzzle, right? And food and nutrition and supplements, sure, it's one piece, but like there's our emotional health and psychological health and relationships and joy. Yeah. And, you know, like there's so many pieces that make up the puzzle. And so I feel like it's important that we need to be honest with ourselves. That if we're not getting better and we keep just repeating this cycle of this diet or that diet, it's time to maybe look a little bit deeper. Yeah, and start start looking at the things that maybe perhaps you never thought to address.
1: Yeah, um, a huge thing for a lot of people is that they associate because of like the marketing of diet culture. Health is being a specific weight or size Wait, or shape totally right yeah. and so when you are like not aligned with your definition of health with what's being marketed it can be really yeah. like uh, like confusing and triggering right so it's like what yes. is health everyone kind of needs to sit down with themselves and really truly ask what is health to me like is totally. it is it just being like this size 2 hundred and twenty five pound person, right. but has no right. energy and no hair, and like is always irritable and has no sex drive and is like, you know what I mean? What totally. is health?
0: what yep. is health? yep it's it's so important. It's so important, especially as we age, to really sit with this question because things change, our Absolutely. hormones change, and our body fluctuates, and especially as you have babies, like your body is changing. And so it's so important to have these honest conversations with yourself about what it means to be healthy and to also recognize the life stage that you're in. Because if you're in your, I'm just using this as an example, if you're in your thirties right now and you just had a baby, like you're not in the life stage of like, let's go train hard and let's get back to size two right away. You know, it's nourishing mama, it's nourishing baby, it's self-care, it's slowing down, it's just getting back to feeling good, right? And yeah. And with that, over time, will come, you know, the healthy body weight and whatnot. And I definitely don't want to undermine for anybody trying to achieve, you know, a specific weight. However, like you said, it's important to be really honest with ourselves. It's like, is the is the weight gonna make me happy? Because mm. we get to that weight and it's always five more pounds, five more pounds, just five more pounds. Yeah. Right. And then we again neglect that, but how do my, how am I actually feeling? How do I wanna feel? Like, yeah. It's not just what do I want to weigh, but how do I want to feel in my body? So yeah, I know absolutely. so many, so many years of you know, doing weight loss coaching and women it was actually so beautiful to see women who you know had set out for like whatever their goal weight was right you know whatever 140 pounds and they would get to like 150 or 155 and be like you know what i just feel damn good like the like i realize the number on the scale doesn't even matter anymore because i just feel so good in my body so i'm just i'm i'm ready to let go of this like trying to get to that number and it's not to say everybody came to that kind of a level of awareness but yeah. many women did and that was just a beautiful thing to really to really witness for them so yeah
1: yeah that is that is definitely beautiful to witness when i had one client say to me you know i didn't realize how much i was depriving myself and punishing myself and like working against my body and now that i'm actually nourishing you know um all aspects of her life kind of improved, like joy, libido, just even like more patience with her kids. Like how many of us are so impatient and like can't stand our kids because we're
0: just not nourished? Totally. (laughs) Totally. So let's dive in there real quick in terms of nourishment and like under eating or low carb or vegan or paleo, like all of the things impacts our mineral status. Yeah, and obviously from there then how we feel. So yeah, let's let's talk about how how that impacts our health.
1: So, I feel like a lot of people have good intentions when they follow like a health type of or healthy way type of eating, um but a lot of these diets are meant to be either therapeutic for like a specific condition or a short period of time and people are doing them long-term and they're not paying attention to, you know, okay, I felt good for a little while now. I don't feel good. So maybe I should like kind of wean off of this. They're blaming themselves. Like I'm not following this diet well enough. It's my fault. And that's diet culture for you. Right? So totally. Um, a lot of these diets can be really stressful. So like, for example, with keto, you're eliminating like an entire macronutrient, um, totally. carbs basically. And carbs are yeah. the body's preferred source of fuel. And so I hate to break it to you, but if you're removing carbs and it's the body's preferred source of fuel, your body is going to break itself down in a, in a process called gluconeogenesis. It's super stressful. On the body mm-hmm. um, to make glucose, right? And so you're breaking down like your protein and your, your, sorry, your muscle and your tissues and whatnot. So there's, it's just really stressful. And then like um, another big one is like the push to be really plant-based or vegan. It is really hard to get enough protein on a vegan diet. Um, mm-hmm. And it is really hard, if not impossible to get nutrients like retinol to activate copper, right, Um, on a vegan diet. And it just, like, it tanks people's hormones. But, again, they blame themselves for, like, oh, I fell off the diet, so it's my fault. It's not the diet's fault. It's always, like, this self-punishment. And that's, like, Mm -hmm. why diets work. Like, their their intention is to fail and to keep you in a loop. Totally. So what can we take away from this is that, don't ascribe to a damn diet, (laughs) like follow the Samantha diet, like, (laughs) like eat what you want, (laughs) right? right? Whole foods, whole real foods, and then make sure that you're eating enough. Um, And so like, you know, you can kind of look at your body and the biofeedback it gives you, like if you're not sleeping, if you're missing your period, if um, you're, have like extreme anxiety, look at your nutrition first and foremost. Like, are you getting enough of the raw materials to support mental health, to support menstruation, to support gut health, thyroid, Mm. whatever?
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So lastly, before I let you go, so you and I have both adopted sourdough and raw milk and all of the deliciousness. I got my amazing sourdough starter from... Nadine she dropped it off not too long ago and she's so bubbly and happy <laughs> and it's amazing. So I have definitely been experiencing um or experimenting with sourdough. So I mean, you know, I guess you could still say overall I follow a, a gluten-free diet, mm-hmm. but I'm being conscious of what is my body craving and asking for and it was really wanting some sourdough. And so It was this like awareness and this realization that like, oh my God, I've been testing my antibodies, my thyroid antibodies for six years and monitoring this so closely that when I look at gluten and the amount of times, you know, I wouldn't say I've been perfect with it over the past, like, you know, six Mm -hmm. plus years, there were definitely times where, you know, a year and a half would go by, no gluten but nothing changed with my antibodies. Mm. So whether I was eating it or not eating it, nothing was changing. And for me, I learned over all this time, was like, it's not a root cause for me. Even when I do eat it, I don't have, symptomatically nothing is showing up for me. And so, and it took a lot of time to just kind of get there. And so I'm not saying that everybody needs to like eat all the gluten now. What I'm saying is that we're also bio-individual, and it took years for me to just track and really understand and pay such deep attention to what my body was responding to. And finally, I got to that point of just like, well, with all of the years of working on healing and gut health and all, I, I think I can trust the inner wisdom of my body to handle a piece of sourdough bread. So yeah, yeah I'd love to talk about your journey with it because I know... You know you yeah same thing you're having raw milk and you're yeah. you know, having sourdough and what that experience has been like for you and what you've kind of discovered about yourself okay so um
1: <laughs> where do where do i, feel I like go like you're going this? deep
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um,
1: one thing about gluten i feel like gluten is demonized um a lot but two things to take into consideration Um, in North America, our grains are all fortified with iron. Yep. And they're hybridized. And they're hybridized and, you know, they're brominated or I don't know what the term is, but like bromine um, interacts or like blocks iodine. Right. Um, So it's Mm -hmm. like, is it the gluten or what's being done to it? Um, The fortification and like that kind of thing. And then also like Um, it's sprayed with glyphosate and we know that glyphosate, you know, kind of causes It's just everything. It's just toxic, right? (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, so as I introduced gluten back into like my nutrition, I was, Mm -hmm. I was using, you know, flour from 1847, which is like a local company that mills their own organic grains and doesn't fortify with anything. And, right. and then we're, you know, fermenting it. So it's breaking down those phytics. So it's so much easier to absorb and digest. And then there's something so beautiful about like using your hands and making mm-hmm. your own food. It for me oh, right. has has created this like awareness and mindfulness. Um I kind of as a mom, like a busy mom, I was very mindlessly eating. Just eating because I knew I had to, but not, like... For sure. Anything, right? Being and it's, Yeah. Like- so it's like right. you're feeding your kids and you're also eating. You're eating their scraps and, like, you know, just it was just so mindless. And so you never are right. aware of what you're putting in your mouth. So it's just a beautiful practice, practice of mindfulness and, like, um, that kind of thing. And then for me with dairy, I cut dairy out because... I was convinced that it was contributing to my acne. It had nothing to do with my acne because I like, I didn't even go slow. I went full force and like, that's when my skin cleared up. It is one of the most nutrient dense foods. So it's just like, you know, last year around this time when my skin like really cleared up, I was like enjoying a bowl of ice cream as a bedtime snack. Like I was making it myself and I was adding like collagen to it and whatnot. But it was it was so liberating to, like, bring back mm-hmm. um, dairy and, and gluten and all these, like, quote-unquote bad foods. And I think the biggest thing right. as a mom um, is that once we kind of break free from these rules and restrictions and allow our kids to witness that, it, like, helps break the cycle, right? Because totally. it's like... Your kids, they don't do what they're told. They're not going to eat their veggies because they're told to. They're going to do what they see. And so, you know, I was on this like dairy free and sugar free and and intermittent fasting. And like my daughter was noticing, like she's a very, very aware person, right? Mommy, why aren't you eating breakfast? Mommy, is that bad? Right. And I was just like, what have I done? Right. And it's like, it's not intentional. We don't do it intentionally, but. If we're not conscious of it, our kids are going down the same
0: cycle. So, yeah. Oh, man, I love it. I love your honesty and your transparency. And, you know, I went through the same thing with raw milk. So I was like, oh my God, I'm going to break out. Right. That was the first thing. Not at all. Not in the slightest. (laughs) No, absolutely not. And, um, I mean, it's probably also because I have a lovely tan right now, which, you know, feels really great. But, like, my skin is so vibrant. It's so vibrant right now. And I'm I'm like, I know the sun has contributed to that. There's a nice little glow. But, you know, I've introduced so many different foods back in. And, yeah, my my skin has definitely not impacted. In fact, nothing has been impacted. I feel so energetic. And I feel so good in my body. And, you know, also the other thing to be honest about, too, is... Yes, my nutrition has changed a lot and my supplementation. And that's definitely been a factor. But I've really taken time off these mm. past few months to truly enjoy the summer and less computer, less phone, yeah. more outside, more enjoyment, more downtime, just literally days of like doing nothing, like just nothing's on my schedule. And I'll just like, so what beautiful. do I want to do with my time? Right. And so that's been a huge thing. And so, I think that on some level, I get that it can be challenging when you have kids and whatnot and work, and I get it. But on some level, we all can access that. We just don't allow ourselves the time to do that. Yeah, and that's,
1: that's that, like, constant like, I am not enough. So I need to keep doing and doing and doing and not giving yourself permission to rest. Otherwise it's lazy and it's whatever. And again, these are thoughts that we're having. They're not facts. We have a choice to change them. And I know it's like hard, but that's like, that's what I help with coaching clients, right? It's like that coaching aspect as well. It's like, here's, here's all the hidden stressors and this is what's going on. But like, how do we get out of this? That's where the coaching comes in.
0: Totally. 100%. Yeah. And like so many women, you know, so many of my clients that I've worked with will say to me things like, do you know how many vacation days I have banked? Yeah. Like I'm banking these days. And it's just like, it's like for, for what? What? <laughs> and then you do take vacation and you don't even use up all the vacation time. So or like, get sick. what are you banking? Totally. Yeah. Like, what are you banking for? If it's there, use then it. take it. Yeah. And if you're not even going on vacation, just do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Just go and do nothing with your time. And, you know, just relax. Like, we don't know how to relax anymore.
1: No. Um, One of my mentors, one of the most beautiful things that she kind of told me was, um, as a new entrepreneur, create your business in a way that you want to live your life. Like don't fall into that hustle culture now and think that when I make it, I'm going to pause or take vacations or rest. And so I've created, you know, very grateful for it, but like created this life that I don't need an escape from. And people are like, how do you homeschool and work and whatever? And like, I've created this beautiful like balance where it's Mm -hmm. like nothing feels like, Nothing feels hard and it's right. just, it's it's nice. As women, we're not supposed to be in that like nine to five masculine daily grind. We're not, totally. we're not wired that way. Um, so if, once you kind of like are able to see that and work with your, I don't know, your, your cycle, I guess you could say, um, it's yes. so freeing, so freeing.
0: Totally, absolutely. I love that. Well, what a great conversation. That was so insightful. Thank you so much for being with us today. Where can our audience find you and connect with you? Yes.
1: um, It was a pleasure to be here. It was a great conversation. Thanks. They can find me. I hang out on Instagram a lot. My handle Mm -hmm. is thatgreenglow. um, And I'm currently working with clients one-to-one in a very intimate container. Um, Over the course of six months, we do testing, coaching, coaching, Um, And it's like very bio-individual to you and what's going on for you. But yeah.
0: Awesome. Beautiful. Amazing. Thank you again. That was awesome. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you would like to connect with Nadine, you can find her over on Instagram at That Green Glow. And if you would like to grab any of the show notes, head on over to the website, holisticwellness.ca forward slash episode 213. Thank you so much for being with us today. I really hope you feel inspired and excited by our, our interview and all of our amazing guests and episodes. And if there's anything that you feel can benefit your friends and family, we would love it if you can share it and pass it on to them. Thanks again. I'll chat with you all next week. Take care.